Hey everyone, thanks for listening on Better Health. I hope you're having an amazing day wherever you are and I just want to let you know I appreciate you tuning in. Today we're talking about community and the importance of having community in your life. I will say that I was one a few years back that was like I had community, it was great, but I didn't see the importance of it. I didn't value it nearly as much as I do today. I didn't realize why God designed us for community. And so this past few months, ever since the start of the new year, God's placed on my heart where he's just like, community, April, community, where's that in your life? What does community look like in your life? And I didn't really know what that meant, but it just was prompted in me. And then over the course of the few months, I watched The If Gathering by Jenny Allen, which is incredible. And the topic was community and not doing life alone. And I'm like, this is pretty ironic because I had this inkling that, you know, community is something I really need to work on and build and be intentional about. And so I dove deeper into everyone that spoke on those topics. I ended up buying Jenny Ellen's book, Find Your People, and I highly recommend it for anyone that wants to build community or maybe you want to know why community is important great read for that. And maybe you want to know how to do it and what that looks like. Maybe you just need a starting point. So the book is amazing for that because it lays out everything. It lays out the history, how the Bible references it. It lays out um, the science behind it and why we need community and the stats behind it. It also lays out, you know, what to like look for and what to cultivate when it comes to community and friendships, the different types of friends. Um, it's amazing. So highly, re- highly recommend. I'll have it in the show notes down below for you guys to check out with the link, Amazon. And so I, um, after sharing a little bit about how it was prompted in me to really dive deeper into what this looks like in my life, I began to realize the importance of it. And so We were not called to do life alone. We're called to do it with people. And Jenny referred to in Africa, she visited and there's these communities. And while they might necessarily not necessarily live the lifestyle we do, they were all super content. They were happy. They had joy. And one thing they would commonly do is they would do life together. Everyone knew everything about everyone. And when there was an issue, they would come together to work through it. Women, when they would go gather water or maybe go wash clothes, they would do it together. And they would share life in all those moments. Because think about that. If you're doing life with those people all day long, what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about your life. You're going to talk about the things you're struggling with. If you're believers, we are called to do this because we need people in our lives to counsel us, to um, show us the convictions that we might not see, or maybe we're not living biblically. And our friends are called to show that and point that out. Like we are called to do that. If we truly love someone, we are called to show them where they're falling short and convict them of that. But not just that, but we're also called to just support and to love and build a relationship where we can share things that we're struggling with and know that it's a safe place. That, you know, one of the issues many people experience with, you know, having the community and building it and realizing the importance and why people don't do it is because we fear showing our weakness in the fact that someone is going to abandon us or leave us if we share that fully. Another thing is when we're building new relationships, new um, friends with people, meeting someone for the first time over coffee, it's not always the most 
fluid, smooth conversation. It's awkward. You know, we have to get past the the dialogue of the you know surface level, how's the weather kind of vibe, um, into the deep stuff. And that's not easy because when you get into the deep stuff, it's the most rewarding, but it's also the most scary because you're sharing your heart. You're opening yourself up, fully trusting that that person is going to love you no matter what. Now, they may not necessarily agree, but they're going to love you no matter what, and they're going to help you through it. And that's scary for us because people fear being lonely and abandoned, or people fear judgment, or people fear, you know, what is this person going to think of me? We also just love the comfort of being able to just, you know, be comfortable staying at home versus going out and meeting new people. It's it's what we know and it allows us to just stay in our shell and not you know push out of our comfort zone. But let me tell you, we have to do that if we want to build community and meet new people and really understand, you know, who do I have in my life? Who do I want as my close people? Because we need the group of close people. Then we also need a group of, you know, a bigger group of close people. And then we need the acquaintances where you do life with them, but not to the extent of the other two. And so, you know, we fear all of those different things and we can't, we can't do that anymore. And one of the stats that Jenny shared was the fact that before COVID, three out of five people stated they were lonely. That was before COVID. So what is it now? I don't know, 10 out of five people, like that's a joke, but like, I mean, what is it now? Because of the fact that quarantine, that was not positive in regards to our mental health. That was not positive when it came to building community. Now, I'm not saying that people didn't build community through COVID. One thing that it could have really exposed is our need for community though. You know, maybe COVID was a blessing in disguise for some people because they realized who do I actually have in my life? Who do I actually want in my close proximity life? And, you know, oh, I don't even have community realizing through quarantine that I don't actually have that intentional community and I need to build it. So it could have been that trigger for a lot of people to do that and figure that out. And so it's so crucially important. And as someone that didn't realize the importance of it before, I really do now. And if you're like, "Eh, I'm good, like, I'm fine. Really listen to what I'm saying, like you're hearing and what I'm saying. Pray about it, talk over it, think through it and let it sink in. And maybe you'll realize like, actually, there is some truth to that. And so that's, that's my little pitch on the, like the importance of community. Now, Jenny in her book talks through what it looks like when it comes to the principles of community. And she puts it really well put in five principles to building a healthy community. So the first one, you need proximity. Like we can have friends all over the world and they can be amazingly close friends. We also need proximity, like people that are close in proximity to us. Because if you're struggling with something or someone in your community is struggling with something and you need, you know, them there in a few hours, the next hour, in a minute, like because of something tragic happening, maybe you're maybe you're hurting, maybe you just need to talk through something, maybe you need them to calm you down. You need someone close to you. And this represents intimacy and physical closeness. And that's going to build your friendship because you know that you can rely on people to be there for you and vice versa. Number two, transparency. 
So closeness leads to transparency. When you are fully open, transparent, vulnerable, authentic, you're going to build transparency, which builds closeness. If you only keep it surface level, that's where you're going to find the struggle of actually growing deep friendships. And this is something I'm working on where I want to be fully transparent with people. I want to share, you know, the highs, the lows in an honest, transparent way that doesn't sugarcoat it and allowing people into my life and being transparent about things in my life. It's not easy for us. We want to just be surface level. We want others to explain and be transparent. But when it comes to us being transparent, it's not always the easiest. But that's what's going to build closeness with someone because they feel like they're sharing life with you. And people on the other side require you to be transparent, to truly feel like there's a deep friendship there. The third one is accountability. So what I mentioned before was We need people in our lives to convict us, to show us where we might be wrong, to show us where, you know, we might be falling short. Um, And so we need people in our lives to keep us accountable. So when we're alone, who is there to counsel us? We have me, myself, and I, like that's it. And that's not going to allow us to grow to the depths that we need to. We need people to be there to show us and expose things that we might not see ourselves. And that helps us to be our better version and keeps us accountable. And it sharpens our mind. It sharpens who we are and speaks truth into us. We need people that are going to speak the truth into us. And so when you're picking out, you know, your close people, you know, you need to understand like, having different types of people. So you're going to have to have someone that is going to keep you accountable. It's going to speak the hard truth in your life. And then you're also going to have someone that's going to be the encourager. They might not have the same gift of like convicting you, but they have their place and their time. The fourth one is shared purpose. So what do you share in common? And so a common mission, um, maybe you're building something together, maybe you work for the same company, that's a common purpose, like that's a shared purpose. So in the work environment, you're both working towards blank, so that is a shared purpose. Maybe you are a mom that has a child you drop off to soccer and you watch the soccer games, you watch the soccer, soccer practice, and there are other moms that do the same. That's still a shared purpose. And so when you have that shared purpose, that's going to build something, that's an opportunity for meaningful excitement in your friendship. And then last one is consistency. So like communities provide healthy and consistent relationships. So we need someone that's going to be consistent. We don't want people that are going to be consistent, but once conflict arises, they're gone. You need someone that's going to be consistent through the hard times and through the good times. And conflict is so important to a friendship and something I'm also learning how to do well is to know that it's okay to have conflict in your friendship, that the other person, if they are a true friend, they're not going to leave you. You can have a healthy conversation around it and they're not going to leave you. You could disagree, but that's okay. That's going to actually build your friendship to the next level. So if you're wondering why you can get to a certain level in your friendship and then it stops, this might be the issue. You might not be allowing conflict into your friendship. So having people in your community that are consistent, that are willing to stay, willing to be there no matter what arises. So 
overall, like I've been really diving into this and what this looks like and being intentional with meeting people, being intentional with choosing who I spend my time with. And that's not saying I block out people out of my life, out of my community. It's I'm saying I'm choosing a close knit group of people wisely while also still having a large group of friends. I hope this was valuable to you. I hope that you find some idea of why community is important through this. I'll link find your people in the show notes. I would love for you to reach out if you have any thoughts, comments, or would like to share anything. Um, I love meeting new people. It's, it's something that I really enjoy. And feel free to rate, review, subscribe. It means the more than you know because it supports um, me continuing to do this. So have a great rest of your day and until next time, bye for now.